Welcome back everyone. Williams Sonoma, ticker symbol WSM. Is it a quality company? And is it attractively valued? That is what we'll be talking about today. Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are two of the most successful investors of all time, and their strategy is no secret. Both gentlemen repeatedly talk about the simple strategy they have used to consistently outperform the vast majority of professional investors and popular indices like the S&P 500. That strategy is to find high-quality businesses and buy them at fair or better prices. The strategy is simple, but it is not easy. It's simple because all you need to do is find a high-quality company and figure out its value. It's difficult because this is more art than science. The science part is easy, so let's start there and I'll explain the art of investing after. So how can you tell which company is of high quality and what is a fair price to pay for that business? I'm going to tell you how I judge the quality of a business and measure its valuation. This is purely my opinion based on what I've learned from other successful investors like Mr. Buffett, Mr. Munger, and countless other value investors with a long-term mindset. We will use Williams Sonoma as an example, and by the end, you'll know whether I believe it's a quality business and if the current share price is attractive. The science part of finding a high-quality business is taking a look at its track record. And what I want to see is that the business has grown, that it's able to generate a healthy return, that it's efficient at creating cash flow, and since I like dividend investing, I also want to see a stable and growing dividend stream. Alright, so let's take a look at Williams Sonoma. I'll start with its return on capital employed. This tells me how efficient Williams Sonoma is at generating a profit. In the long run, your return is directly tied to a company's ability to generate a healthy return on the capital employees in its operations. Therefore, you want to see a healthy and consistent streak of ROC. For Williams Sonoma, the last two years, as well as the most recent 12 month results, have been better than average. The company has consistently delivered an ROC of 50%, figures well above its tenure trend. In the early part of the past decade, the company's ROC hovered in the low to mid 30% range. Between 2017 and 2019, the return on capital employed fell, first to 25% and then below 20%. This was reflected in the share price that remained flat for the majority of this time. Then came 2020 and the pandemic crash, where Williams Sonoma, much like most other companies, saw their share price crater. But by the end of the year, their return on capital employed improved by nearly 75% compared to the prior year, and so too did the share price. In 2021, they saw another 50% improvement in ROC, and from that point until today, the ROC has remained steady right around 50%. This improvement was reflected in the share price in late 2020 and for the most of 2021, as the share price jumped by nearly $200. Now some of this rise can be attributed to a rebound from the panic sell-off during the early stages of the pandemic, but much of it is also correlated with the improvement in ROC. Since late 2021, the share price has corrected, falling by more than $100, and oscillating between a price range of $100 to $170. I'll come back to the share price when we get to the valuation portion of this analysis. For now, let's focus on the financial data. From an ROCE perspective, Williams Sonoma appears pretty attractive. To go along with the rising and healthy return on capital, we should also expect to see a growing revenue stream, and we do. During the past decade, Williams Sonoma has seen its revenue grow consistently each year. The only exception here is the trailing 12-month figure that is about 1.5% below the 2022 total. During the past three years, revenue has grown at above average rates compared to the last decade. In 2020, it rose by 15%, and then by 21% in 2021. In 2022, the growth rate cooled off to only 5.2%, which was below average but still moving in the right direction. The past three and five year average revenue growth rates clock in right around 8 to 8.5%, with the 10 year growth rate being slightly below 7%. These are pretty good figures, perhaps not as consistent from year to year as I would like to see but nevertheless all moving in the right direction, and the long-term averages are attractive. 
The next measure of a quality business for me is to see strong and steady margins. I like to look at the gross margin. That tells me how much of total revenues are turned into gross profits. For Williams-Sonoma, the gross margin has stayed very consistent during the last 10 years, and it has slowly trended higher. Between 2013 and 2020, the gross margin rate hovered between 36 and 39%, a pretty narrow range. Since 2021, it has trended higher to over 40% and remained relatively steady. Maintaining a strong and steady gross margin is very important during periods of economic slowdown, as it helps a company tackle any adverse financial situations. I would say Williams-Sonoma passes the quality test from a gross margin perspective. The next metric I look at is the company's cash conversion ratio. And more specifically, how much of earnings is the company able to convert to free cash flow? And more importantly, does it have a history of doing this efficiently and consistently? Here, Williams-Sonoma falls a little short. We can see that during the past decade, the free cash flow conversion rate has been all over the place, with a low of 6.46% in 2014 to a high of 72.13% in 2020. Ideally, I would want to see a high percentage here and more consistency from year to year. While we can gauge a general improvement for Williams-Sonoma over the past decade, with the exception of 2022, they are nowhere near what I would judge as a perfect high-quality business. Based on these four financial measures, I would rate Williams-Sonoma high-quality for three out of the four and place them as a Tier 2 company. Tier 1 would be a perfect type of business I would look for, but Tier 2 is still a pretty good company and one that should be on your watch list, especially if the valuation is attractive. Let's take a quick look at the dividend history before we dive into the valuation and the art of value investing. Williams-Sonoma has stepped up its dividend growth policy recently, with the 2021 and 2022 annual dividend payouts both increasing by more than 20% compared to the prior year. In 2023, they raised the quarterly dividend by 15.38%, with the announcement coming mid-March and the new dividend rate going into effect in May. The data in my table here shows the trailing 12-month dividend as of today at $3.24 which is about 3.8% higher than the total amount of dividends paid in 2022. But we can expect this year's dividend payment to climb to $3.48, provided the quarter 4 dividend payment comes in at the new quarterly dividend rate of $0.90. This would increase the rate of growth for 2023 compared to 2022 to right around 11.54%. Not quite as high as the 20% increases during the prior two years, but still a very healthy amount. It's nice to see that the company has translated their growing revenue stream and high return on capital into larger dividend payments for long-term shareholders. In the payout ratio department, Williams-Sonoma appears very healthy. Between 2013 and 2019, the payout ratio hovered just north of 40%, but since 2020, it has come down to the 20% range, even dipping lower during the last two years as earnings have trended higher. This is a very healthy payout ratio that leaves plenty of room for the company to pay future dividends and continue its streak of dividend growth. Okay, so now that we know Williams-Sonoma is a pretty good business with a growing and safe dividend stream, let's try to figure out if it's reasonably valued right now. There are many ways to tackle the valuation of a company, and I like to look at dividend yield theory and historical PE multiples to help me gauge a reasonable price. Let's start with the PE multiple. Right now, Williams-Sonoma trades for a multiple of about 9, with the 5-year historical average multiple being about 10.5. This implies a potential undervaluation. During the last 5 years, the P.E. multiple ranged from a low of about 4 to a high of about 18, a pretty wide range. Looking at the historical 5-year average, we can see that it has trended lower during the past 5 years, from about 18 in 2018 to about 10.5 as of today. This was primarily driven by the growth in earnings per share and the flat share price between 2018 and early 2020, as well as the price decline during the last 2 years. Today, the stock trades for about $140. And based on its 5-year P.E. multiple, we can place the fair value right around $160. We can place the attractive entry point, which for me is a 15% discount to fair value, just below $140.
which means, based on a p-multiple valuation, Williams-Sonoma appears to be attractively valued today. Typically, high-quality businesses trade for a fair or premium price, and it's not common to buy them at a discount, barring negative market sentiment or a market correction. This is why I also like to determine what my high entry point range for any given stock should be. I place this price right around 15% above fair value. If I really like a business and I want to invest, I try not to time my purchase above this range. For William Sonoma, this would be right around $186. Since earnings per share tend to fluctuate and can be manipulated by management, I also like to value stocks using dividend yield theory. This valuation measure applies only to dividend stocks, and it works best for companies with long and consistent histories of dividend growth. William Sonoma currently has a dividend yield of 2.32%, and its 5-year average dividend yield is 2.5%, which implies the stock is slightly overvalued right now. Based on the 5-year average dividend yield, we can assign a fair value price for the stock of about $130, or about $10 lower than its current price. The attractive entry price would be closer to $110, and the high entry point price would be just below $150. So from a dividend yield perspective, William Sonoma appears to be slightly overvalued today, but still within an acceptable range provided you think it's a high-quality business. Valuation is more art than science, and both the PE multiple method and the dividend yield theory method should not be interpreted as hard figures. These are merely estimates that can help you gauge how reasonably valued a given stock is. For me, the most important part of investing comes down to finding a high-quality business, so I place much more emphasis on the first four financial metrics than I do on the valuation. That being said, I still prefer to see a reasonable valuation, which in William Sonoma's case, I would say looks pretty reasonable. Judging the quality of a company based on its historical performance is the science part of investing. Valuing the business moves you more into the art portion. But the most important part that you can gauge from financial statements or valuations is where the business is headed in the future. And this is where investing really becomes more art than science. Because you have to decide if you believe that a given company will continue to grow and remain competitive in the future. The best way to do this is to read up as much as you can about the company, what its management is saying, and what the bulls and bears are preaching. You want to take in all this information, along with your opinion of whether or not the company has delivered high-quality results, and whether it's reasonably valued, and decide if you want to go along for the ride. You'll probably get this wrong a handful of times, but you'll also get it right. And when you get it right, it can pay off handsomely in the long run. In my opinion, William Sonoma is a good business with a solid track record and it looks reasonably valued today. If you enjoyed the episode, please do me a huge favor and give this podcast a 5-star rating. Thank you for joining me today and see you next time.